You're listening to episode 149 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today we are going to be talking about the fear of success and how everything can really have a price, but it might not look like how you think either. And this is universally applicable, but I find that it is especially applicable in my life when it comes to things like, you know, business and putting things out there. And especially when it's like very personal stuff. Um, but really this can apply to any version of what success looks like to you. And I'm going to get into this a little bit more about how we all define success differently and how it can be a wildly different definition for every single one of us too, but we can still end up having those, those fears and those issues come up around success, whatever your version of success looks like. So I have a bit of a confession. (laughs) Um, I've been hiding a lot. And as much as it might seem like I've been putting myself out there a huge degree, especially the last couple of months, and and I have been, I've struggled with downright crushing levels of resistance to everything that I want and everything that I want to do and know that I'm capable of accomplishing these last couple of months, especially. And for anyone who's familiar with my story, you know that the first half of the year was uh, sort of spent dealing with a lot of uh, more emotional trauma and stuff to work through. And you can reference episode 117 um, for more on that. But this, even though, of course, there are still aspects of that that I'm I'm still working through on an emotional level, it has just been, um, it's been coming up in ways that I wasn't expecting. And leveraging my own very, very personal story into the spotlight has been daunting to talk about the, the infidelity that went on and all those things. It's incredibly personal. And even though I knew intuitively, as soon as that situation came about, that I would actually need to share my story as part of my own healing. I, I, I don't want to mince words here or to have you be mistaken about anything because I, I, that was not a gut reaction that I just acted upon without thinking about it very carefully. I I very carefully and examined and considered every angle and discussed it with various mentors, coaches, friends, loved ones. Like it was discussed at length and thought about uh, on a really deep level before I ever came forward with any of that. And what I was reminded of by various people and have continued to be reminded of lately as well is that years from now, that that story about the, the infidelity and and the affair that was going on, that will only be a very small portion of my story. Even though right now it's so fresh, it, it, you know, it only happened less than a year ago and I'm still working through some aspects of it. It feels like it's kind of everything. Like 
Like I am so tied up in that story that how can I share it from a really positive place and in a place of teaching and, um, you know, just offering my story for somebody who needs to hear it while still building my own identity outside of that, because I am not that story. And the thing is, is about your story, whatever your story is, it won't define you and it doesn't define you now unless you allow it to. And this applies whether you are sharing something on a public level or just, just a personal story that you have. It, it doesn't matter who you share it with. Sometimes we still define ourselves by the, by those stories, regardless of who, know, who else knows about it, because they're our own stories. So it's about how we, how we identify with it in our own heads. And something that, that something else that was brought to my attention was that many people who are huge in their respective industries started by leveraging a particular story experience or aspect of their life. And years later, as they become more and more well-known and respected for their expertise, those stories aren't what people remember about them or even think of first. Many people don't even necessarily know those stories at all because they came on board with that person later on after that story was already kind of out in the open and they may not have even realized it. And I, I'm going to be very blunt and transparent with you. I, I have significant plans to begin to share my story on far larger scales in the very near future. And it scares the shit out of me almost more than it excites me. <laughs> um, but I, I feel so pulled and obligated to discuss it. And, and that's not other people, you know, telling me that I have to, to share it by any means. That's my own sense of obligation that I just feel really called to discuss it. And I was actually talking about all of this, um, around the potential issues that can come up with it. I, I was in a cafe with a friend uh, a couple weeks ago and he was asking me about some various aspects of, of all this. And I could feel the overwhelm building to the point that I almost started to cry in the restaurant. And it's not about the story itself. I'm comfortable talking about that. I, I'm, I'm okay with sharing that. I never would have shared it in the first place if I hadn't been comfortable talking about it, but it's the overwhelm around what I'm making up in my head will potentially come of it as I become more well-known and as I share it on larger scales. And he and I had a discussion around the potential criticism and judgments that will come up. They, they absolutely will from one corner of the internet or another <laughs> when I start sharing on a much larger scale. And it was funny, he had an idea to start practicing how I would handle some of those types of comments. And he had some, some creative ideas around that. But I think that a big part of this is just recognizing that a great deal of judgments, criticisms, and potentially unwanted levels of attention come at, at higher levels. So as you are moving up the, the so-called ladder in your industry, you're becoming more well-known. You are sharing more of yourself. Uh, whether that's your story or just more of your expertise, whatever that is, you are going to not be able to fly under the radar as much as you once were. And again, this applies whether you are, you know, working for someone else or you're doing your own thing, but it's, it's even harder when you're doing your own thing because there's no one else to, to look to or to, you know, put blame on or, <laughs> or whatever it is, right? Like it's all on us. And there, there's been a lot of worry around what others will think of me for choosing to leverage my story in the first place as well. 
and also just this feeling and and sense of unworthiness and, and undeserving um, of the attention and potential benefits that could come with sharing. The thing is, we're often going to feel resistance coming up. And I've referenced this book before. I think it's such a powerful read. Uh, Stephen Pressfield in The War of Art refers to resistance with a capital R. <laughs> and it's like resistance as its own entity. Something that will always appear when, whenever we're doing something new and something worth doing because our brains are trained to keep us comfortable. And doing something new is going to push you to new levels and that can be very dangerous from an evolutionary standpoint. The other thing is here is, I'm gonna circle back to like this kind of how you define success as well. And there's competing factors to this because again, this comes down to the stories that we're telling ourselves. So can you have uh, you know, a successful business and a happy, loving, committed relationship? Can you have the career you dream of and be a mom? Is it possible to have the success you dream of and still maintain your current friendships, relationships, and lifestyles? A lot of times, these, these are stories that we learn in childhood by observing and watching what's going on around us and what's told to us, and we carry those stories with us into adulthood. And just again, as one example, my personal experience with the details surrounding my, my parents' divorce as a kid was that the relationship and the success financially and otherwise wouldn't be possible. So the success meaning uh, on like a more career-based level, that, that it wasn't possible to have the really happy, healthy relationship and to have the success and the, the financial freedom and all of those other things that, that can come with that that it could only be one or the other. And that's a story that I've, I've worked really hard to tear down and have continued to work hard to tear down because those, those types of stories embed us. They control our decision-making to a point where we aren't even aware of it until we become aware of it. And then when you start seeing these stories that you're telling yourself and that you're actually acting out and living it's not until you start noticing that, that's when you can start to change them. Something that uh, one of my coaches, Emma Tate says, she says it's allowed to be easy. And I had her on, uh, on here on the podcast on episode 133 about stepping out of the chaos of your life and allowing the ease in. And it's been a really powerful shift. And I actually go back to, I use it as, as a bit of a mantra that it's allowed to be easy. And sometimes we force things as well. Sometimes if, if things are really, really hard, yes, sometimes it's the resistance coming up and it's our brains trying to keep us comfortable or it's these old stories coming up that we're, that we're just reliving and that we're acting in accordance to. But other times it's actually just allowed to be easy and we're just making it far harder than it needs to be. And how do we differentiate between the two? It's just going to take practice as well and a little bit of gut instinct too. I mean, listen, is it hard work to build a business? Is it going to require you to up-level, to stretch yourself, to, to grow in new ways? Is your life going to look exactly the same with that success, whatever that success looks like to you? Likely not, but that's not necessarily a bad thing either. And then as an example, I mean, if your definition of success includes making lots of money, is that money going to change you? Is it going to change how others view you? How will it impact your lifestyle? These are all things that are 
they, they, they might be conscious thoughts. They might also kind of just be running along in the back of your mind and you may not have even noticed them until you notice them. And it's not until you notice them that then you can start to change how you're doing things, how you are addressing them and how you are defining success and approaching it and really breaking down this fear that we can have of success. And listen, success does come, in my opinion, success does come at a price, but this price can look very different for everyone. And it's not necessarily a negative thing. It can be a really positive price too. But sometimes we think of it as only the negative and we focus on what we perceive to be a negative thing. So one aspect of success that I fear in my particular line of work and it is having the ability to be very visible in the online space, which is great. But the aspect of it that I fear is fame. Um, there, there are a lot of people that crave fame. I do not. I never have in my entire life. I highly doubt that I ever will. <laughs> and frankly, I would be very happy to fly under the radar always. But I also feel as though I have, like I said, sort of a responsibility to, to share my story. And one of the prices for me personally might end up being that I may end up being a little bit more well-known than I would like to be. Even just teaching, you know, even if I wasn't sharing like, like a, a fairly dramatic personal story, even just leveling up purely from a business standpoint, when you become known for something, for your expertise, you know, your, your teachings for the amazing things that you're doing, again, that can be a really positive thing. Like people might just be your biggest fans ever, but some people just don't want fame. So for me personally, that's a, a potentially a little bit more negative price, but I also recognize that it comes with so many positive things, including making a bigger impact, which is my biggest purpose. So which one am I going to choose? Because the impact to me, making an impact is more important if I'm going to prioritize them. The other thing is too, is that, you know, any degree of, of success, again, in very, from, from various definitions and angles, it can change relationships. It can also bring new people into your life while weeding out others that aren't necessarily willing or able to up level with you emotionally or otherwise too. And again, that can, there are aspects of that that can hurt in the moment, but ultimately, isn't that actually a really positive price? I mean, there are times where, you know, at one price of, of success for me means that there's nights I stay in while my friends go out because I need to get work done too. That's happened multiple, multiple, multiple times. And in my mind, for it, as part of my own personal definition of success, more success equals bigger impact. And because that is my biggest goal, but it also comes with a lot more responsibility. When people are looking to you, because you're having a, a bigger impact, that's, it, it's a weight to bear. And a lot of times as these issues are coming up, we self-sabotage without even realizing it. But all of this success can come with a really positive price. And even though we can often, again, kind of get sucked into the negative, what about all the amazing things that come with success? Why not start thinking about those things? Depending on your definition of success, they could, this could also 
be the freedom to live and work where you want or you know, financial freedom and possibilities not currently available to you. Being able to reach and impact a group of people who need to hear what you have to say and teach to get to their own up-leveling. It could even include something as simple as getting to enjoy a quiet cup of coffee in the mornings without having to rush off for a long commute to your corporate job. Just being able to savor that little quiet cup of coffee in the morning. That could be part of your absolute definition of success. It's going to look different for everybody. But there's also a fear of expectations that can come up too. Because once you've hit a certain level, the natural course of action is to continue to maintain and build upon the level that you've already achieved. And that can be a massive amount of pressure, even and especially when it's self-induced. So as another example here, this podcast, Room to Grow podcast, has regularly hit the top 200 in my category in various countries worldwide for months now. And I feel a great deal of pressure that I, I put on myself to maintain that and to continue to approve upon it, to continue to grow, to continue to, uh, you know, get on higher charts, not because of, you know, fame or anything like that, like I already said, but because I know that the podcast is having an impact. It's reaching people that really need to hear this message and to hear from the guests that I have on and, and to learn something to grow, room to grow, right? That's the entire point. But this is where we can get stuck in avoidance. And this is where I've, I've been stuck for some time on, on a few different levels and kind of avoiding work that I both need and actually really want to be doing. And when we avoid things, it only serves to increase the anxiety levels, but that can be even more difficult to break out of. Plus, once the avoidance becomes a habit, you have to actually work to break those habits in order to shift the avoidance into action. So how do we even do all this? How do we even begin to take a step forward without so much of that fear of success? The very first thing is just one day at a time, one step at a time. I often find that I can get way too ahead of myself and have to remind myself to slow down and just take one step forward before I try to jump to the next thing. Because sometimes I'll look at my big, you know, massive goals that I have for myself that are part of my definition of success. And I think, well, how on earth am I ever going to get there from where I am right now? And it's so easy to get sucked into the overwhelm to the point where it's just paralyzing and then we don't do anything. So one step at a time, one day at a time, that's all you can do. Something else is to recognize it. It feels like I talk about awareness a lot on this podcast, but it's ultimately the key to changing anything in your life or about yourself is seeing things for what they really are. And if you're feeling a ton of resistance coming up, telling yourself stories, holding on to beliefs, see them for what they are, that they are just stories, that they're just beliefs, that you can have a different story or a different belief. And if you're feeling all that resistance, ask yourself why those are coming up. Why, why is that resistance rearing its head? And then get clear on your big goals and what you really want. More importantly, why do you want the success that you do? What does that success look like for you? There is no right or wrong answer here. It can be wildly different for every single one of us. But that, that definition and really stepping into and imagining what that is going to look like and feel like when you get there, that's going to be that guiding light on the days where it feels hard. 
when you don't feel like doing the work, but you recognize the bigger purpose that you've created for yourself. That is what is going to get you to that next step. And ultimately, if all of this is kind of paralyzing you, like, like it, you know, has multiple times for me, and you're feeling so much resistance that you're just stuck in the overwhelm and you're not moving forward at all, start keeping promises to yourself. Just one, just one per day. It can be the smallest thing ever, but that's going to start to build trust in yourself that will help you to move through that resistance. And it's going to keep you going over the longer term as well. There are a couple different episodes that you can reference in regards to that about keeping promises to yourself. Uh, episode 69 about overwhelm and information overload is a really good one and talking about, you know, keeping promises to yourself and all that stuff. And episode 20, consistency over perfection. I think that's a really, really important one as well. And again, that applies to anything. I mean, we know that to do something well, we have to do it consistently, no matter what it looks like. That, that can apply to virtually anything in our lives because we are our habits and habits are what we do consistently. So if you want new habits, you have to start doing something else consistently to turn it into a habit. So that's going to be really important as well. But it's, it's so funny because we hear people talk about the fear of success and it seems like bullshit. It's like, well, what, why, why would you fear success? That doesn't make any sense. But when you really start to break this apart and look at all the different aspects and angles and, and I mean, and today's episode is just scratching the surface of this. If you start to really dig into that, you might start to see why you've been having a lot of resistance towards certain things or taking action or doing that new project or, you know, um, what you think that your definition of success is and what you're deserving of. All of those types of things start to come to the surface when you start to examine things a little bit more closely and put yourself under a bit of a microscope. And like I said before, awareness is absolutely the first part of that and recognizing it for what it is. So when all of those fears are coming up, it's the resistance talking. It's, it's all of these stories talking and getting in your way of what you really need to be doing. I'm really excited to hear your feedback on this one. So send me a DM over at Emily Goff Coach. Let's chat. You know how much I love to hang out my DMs. So come on over. <laughs> Tell me what you have been avoiding, what you have been resisting stepping up to the plate on, and what some of the beliefs are that are holding you back from that. And we can kind of have a conversation about it and dig into it a little bit more. So try that on for size. Let me know how that feels. And we are back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you. Bye.